Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Fake Nerd Book Club in our first uh, go at it post-Wasted Space, another one that I threw into the pool. Um, I am joined, I'm Sparks Witty, and I'm joined by Brandon T. McClure over there Hello. and Hello. Ben Magnet. I'm here. Ryan Eliopoulos, DJ Tony Snark himself. It's me. I'm that guy. You are that guy. And uh, this week, we're talking about The Pride, uh, a comicsology original written by, all of the issues are written by Joe Glass. Mm -hmm. um, but there are several artists attached to these issues. I'm just going to run down uh, all of them. Um, art is uh, done by Gavin Mitchell, um, Dan Harris, Hector Barros, uh, Kendall Good, J.D. Faith, Gavin Mitchell, Jack Davies, uh, Chris Walgoose, Mark Ellerby, and uh, yes, and then... Colors and Inks by Chris Carter, Elizabeth Swan, uh, Elizabeth Swan, Nathan Ashworth, <laughs> Ben Williamson, and uh, Maxime Garbarini. Yes, Garbarini and Hector Barros. And letters by Mike Stock. Uh, in all of them, all the issues, uh, letters are by Mike Stock. And then there's cover artists for each one. It's a lot of people. Large um, creative team on this. On large this creative team. Uh, this this uh, was seven years in development. Wow. Uh, if you read the oh. afterword from Joe Glass himself, he says that this was this whole thing was seven years in development and got finished because of Kickstarter funding and stuff like that. Oh, Indiegogo, wow. yeah. Yeah. Thanks in at the end. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's just uh, uh, dive in and discuss. Um, so, what do we, so what do we think about this one? Uh, I'll go. Um, I hadn't read this before I picked it, so that's uh, yeah. part of the whole None point of the show have. is to like not know what yeah. we're getting ourselves into. Um, and I was really curious because like there's not a lot of this is in, in on comicsology. This is a widely promoted like gay superhero book, mm -hmm. yes. um, and it has two follow up issues. Uh, f sorry, follow up collections. Uh, pri the Pride Adventures season one, and then the Pride season two. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Overall, uh, I really like the basic concept and ideas of what is trying to be done here. I just don't think the execution is good is as good as I want it to be. Um, I don't know. I, I wanted to ask you guys uh, in because I read this directly. Um, did you guys get to the origins right after issue six? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the thing that really cemented for me that I'm like, some of those origins are literally just he's Bruce Wayne. He's Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Like I was yeah. just like, this is he's, this, she's this, Wonder did, Woman. You, you just like uh, it, it's. It, I understand that it's hard to reinvent the wheel, um, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. And that's the thing. Like I think, without knowing the origins, I do think some of their like that's what I was thinking. Because like after eighty years of so many comics, it's hard to create new characters, right? But I do think the just when you look at them and their names and stuff, it's they're pretty original. Yeah. It's when you get to the backstories that are just like there's like no attempt, right? Because like you look mm -hmm. at something like Black Black Hammer or any just Elseworld thing, like. You can do origins like that, but like, but turn it on its head. Like comics have doing that forever. Yeah. Um. It's, of course, like there's no original ideas anymore, but you right. mold them into something. You can you know? do Superman and different. Yes. Um. But like uh, this, this pretty much this didn't try to do that, and and to some extent, I can even appreciate or respect that. Being, I didn't think the origins pages for the most part were necessary because I'm like, this is this is literally just you could have just replaced it with Bruce Wayne on the one for Wolf and it would have been the exact same thing, except yep. he's gay. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and and so that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, but it, that would be fine if I felt like, um, while I feel like they're very strongly representing things about like uh, LGBTQ culture, mm -hmm. they're not, uh, they're, it's all surface level. Um, I'm not getting once in a while, once in a while in the book, I felt yeah. like I was really getting connected. A particular moment that I'll spotlight that is like, this is exactly what I want more of this book to be is when, um, uh, uh, the bear Harv, uh, Harvey, Harvey chases Owen out of the room after he finds out he's HIV positive and he has an honest conversation with him about it. Yeah. Like, if more of the book was this moment, yes. that's exactly what I want this book to be. That was a very real, real thing. And like, it taught me stuff about HIV that right. I didn't and know. It, and, yeah. and, and really like it made Harvey's like Harvey's origin in the back is, is fine, but it made Harvey more fascinating as a character just because of that honest moment. Yeah. And if you could literally have had Wolf be this Bruce Wayne al uh, allegory stand in, but give him something like that. 
uh, to make it register because I think this is what I think this is, is I think it's a really awesome comic for people who feel underrepresented in comics, which is totally justified and is a problem. Yeah. Um, and I think that's awesome that they have it, but I don't think it's doing enough to appeal to an audience that wouldn't immediately seek this out anyway. And mm -hmm. it's not doing enough to connect and make it relatable. And I, and I feel like it could have, I yeah. feel like it was so close to almost getting there. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say, um, I think I, I generally like all the characters. It, it's not really any of the characters I have a problem with. I just think the overall plot and just like from issue to issue, I think like, I think the pacing is kind of bad and like the villain, he kind of just disappears for sometimes for like a whole issue at times. And I'm just like, I don't really feel a threat. I don't, I don't feel the through line of what the story you're telling me. I just feel like these little moments. And if it was like a vignette type of book, that'd be, that'd be understandable, but it's not, it's a sequential storytelling type of book. Right. And I just yeah. thought, I just thought a lot of it was again like very surface level, uh, except for a few moments here and there. Um, for sure. I remember, I, yeah. I remember reading. Um, totally agree with everything you guys are saying, but I remember reading about the pacing specifically, and I had a hard time getting through issues one through three. It was just the pacing was off, and it was just hard to kind of like, okay, I, I'll put this down for a minute and just and do something else real quick. But then I, issue issue four or what, whatever one was there had like five five artists on it. I think well, it was three. I think three is where it clicked in for me. Yeah, which is the oh. one where they're, where they're where they start. That's where the hard talking about HIV is. Mm -hmm. That's where the one where they start uh, with the news talking about them as a team. And so, so for me, it was the to talk a bit more about the pacing. The issue that was just the fight with uh, Basher. Yes, that that issue was so quick. Done done so fast mm -hmm. after that, it was after it took me so long to get through the other ones. I'm like, did I finish a whole? Is that four or five? Uh, I, think I think that's four. four. That's four. Is that the one where there's like a new artist every like three pages? Because that's five. That's, that's the five. that's the memorial. That's yeah. And like I understand, I completely understand uh, uh, scheduling. You know, an indie book getting different artists, but man, the the art style changes were not not just completely like completely different. Like the like it. It felt like a different book, like a couple pages. It was, it, it's, it's, it was, it's, it was rough. Like, it and was I, hard to, go ahead, sorry. No, so, sorry to cut you off, Ryan, but it was really hard for me to get into the story sometimes. I mean, I, I, I completely understand it. You have different artists on the, I mean, a, an artist issue. Okay, that's fine. I can understand that. But when you change artists right in the dead middle, it it throws me off. I mean, I don't know if that's just me just liking some. It's not consistent. so much the artist changing that bothers that bothered me. It's that each artist interpreted the character so different that some mm -hmm. characters I for I just didn't know they were talking. There are like four yeah. or five different artists, like every couple pages. It's it's in issue five. In issue five, just alone. in issue five specifically, it's all the, the others have a consistent artist. Yeah. Um, the artists do change. I, issue one and two are the same, mm -hmm. and then yeah. uh, three has an awesome three, artist. Three has a different. No artist, offense to the first and, two. And yeah. uh, six and four have their own artists, but five has a crap ton of different artists. And man, like that, the it it changed so often, like every couple pages. And again, Brandon, you're right. Like, like, like you can tell who certain characters were, but sometimes, like, man, like, wow, that's yes. I really have to be paying attention. There are, to there are sometimes like that. There are sometimes where I'm reading it and um, Harv Bear doesn't look like Bear, like he yeah. looked like a a, a a giant fluff monster. I'm like, Owen, that, Owen, that Jake, Jake the kid. I swear, like I he was different one issue to another. I'm like, I could have sworn that too. Uh, and like, no, if I didn't see Fab Man's um awesome cape, okay, I love his cape. I freaking love how the the pride flag is on the inside of his uh, of his cape. I I love that. I don't know why. But if I didn't see Fab Man's cape, I was like, is that Fab Man or is that someone else? Oh no, that's Fab Man. Okay, cool. The opening of issue four just suddenly has all of them like in pajamas and underwear, and I'm like, I can't place any. I don't know who's who. It I'm was so hard for me to tell who was who. Happening, uh, I couldn't recognize Wolf. Wolf is just suddenly for some reason in boxers, which he'd never been before. <laughs> never is. Later. I was looking for. Also, also here's, here's the thing. Like, I I can get on board with an artist with artist changes from issue to issue. Yeah. Um, I can deal, uh, especially in like an indie comic. Like I, that's fine. Especially, even if you're reinterpreting, like eventually I reorient myself. Like I did an issue four. It took me a little bit, but then I'm like, okay, I see where everyone is. We're cool. And it stayed that way for issue four. I have a really big problem if you're not doing vignette storytelling. If it's not when every time the artist changes, we're changing the story. Uh, if you're just changing artists willy-nilly. And that it, mm -hmm. it is so jarring. And, and frankly, like it's really tough because there are artists who are like detailing something so nice. And honestly, there's like, there are preferences in yes. this comic. There are versions where I'm like, I really like this interpretation 
Mm-hmm. Issue three is one. Issue six is another. Uh, I think if issue issue six is a nice indie look yeah, for this comic that they do not do overall, and I'm like, yeah. you know, if, if they could have just been on one style, I'd be more on board. I, but it's very hard that there's a particular spot in issue five. I'm not, I'm not shaming anyone or anything. I'm just I, saying like when you go yeah. from like something that looks so artistic and nice, and then you go to like that rooftop scene between uh, White Trash and Fab Man, where it it's, looks it's, like bad it looks like dragon ball super anime it looks like i did it it looks like the bad dragon ball super animation uh where they're cutting costs and it's in f- the frames where the characters far in the back and they put very little detail on them it's it's in sequences in issue like in issue five in the beginning of it when we were when we first when i get a first look at cub who we only we've only just met and we didn't know who he looked like beforehand but everyone's talking to him as if the audience should know who this character is already even yeah. though again we didn't get a clear look at him in issue three so when we see him, issue I four. thought issue four, right? I also thought so, he was like a child, and he's like a grown man. Me yeah. too. I thought I thought he was a child, and then I thought he was Wolf, and then I thought he was Twink because I was like, "This is definitely a character we've met," but yeah. he's not. Who is this? I could have yeah. sworn that in the in like the first issue we meet him, he doesn't have sideburns, and then the next issue he has these big ass. I swear to God! Cyburns. I swear to God! When he is taken from that bus, that is a fourteen-year-old child. Okay, so I swear I was the only person. No, he is definitely looks a hundred percent different because if we're all thinking that, I thought I was going crazy. Going, this no, no. is not the same character. I did it. I did it too. Okay, cool. Uh, that's thanks. That's like yeah. I art art stuff happens, but man, mm-hmm. especially like again, this is an indie book. Like this dude made it all on his own. So like it's over I, the course I mean, of seven years. Yeah, so, I, like, can't I can't. I can't. He's self published. He's self published. Yes, yeah. I can grant like a lot of things. Yeah, and and having looked forward at some of the later Pride works. I can see where like a lot more consistency was brought to the project later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just this, it's it. If I'm not compelled enough because of the story, I'd like to be compelled enough because of the art. Yeah. And I was only like that half the time. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like I, I kind of want to get the cons out of the way. Cause there are, there are pros. Yeah. Um, but I, I do kind of want to get like a lot of the, I, I just, there's something, the moment um, when we get to the opening of, I think it's issue three and all the news sites are talking about them as a team and uh, the other team is going to show up the justice, the justice division, division uh, to say like, uh, why are you guys trying to make a statement? Essentially? I like super dude. That's I was like, funny, I was like a funny character. I would give anything in the world to watch DC or Marvel take all their uh, LGBTQ characters and say, you know what? We need to not even necessarily form a superhero team, but we need to go with, go and support a cause of, and just have the whole comic book superhero world, how they deal with that yeah uh those characters and the characters who don't show up or do show up that kind of thing like you know uh who feels like the x-men is kind of doing that you could you could uh but like in a way no i know a blatant way no but but a blatant like you know oh basically i wish marvel or dc would like tackle comics gate head on in a comic and have their lgbtq characters because because the sh- the crappy thing is that like what's nice about this comic, what they're going for is that these can be a listers themselves, and in the mainline comics we can't have our a listers be queer, and yeah. it's reasonable because those characters have been around so long. Changing them now to say that they've always been something would be disingenuous. You have to make new characters who can rise to those ranks. Um, but the I think the only way to do that is to be more out and public and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it made me realize reading this made me realize how badly I want one of them to do something where they put those characters hardcore right out in front and show the whole comic book world dealing with that event. Well, the sequence with the Justice Division confronting the Pride, I actually really enjoyed that sequence. Um, I thought that was another sequence that felt really real and was actually yeah. trying to say something. Yes. Um, and I think that's kind of moments like that and the moment where, where Harvey talks about his HIV. I think those yeah. help this book. Where yes. Wolf, where Wolf gets taken out of the Justice Division because he's gay. And everyone's yeah. like, you know, we're 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 family we're friendly. Family friendly. We're like Disney. Oh. We can't allow That's yeah. the kind of thing I want I want I want so badly an yeah. issue where Superman has to talk about why he's not sure if he can show up at a Pride event. Yeah. Yeah. Or or not even Superman. Like he's probably so altruistic that it'd be fine, but like you yeah, know, Superman Barry or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, where the conflicting feelings are on it and actually dive deep and how Wonder Woman would obviously feel like that's there's no problem oh, with it. That Marvel Voices uh, uh comic book yes. had that exact thing where all the LGBT uh, uh superheroes came together for a couple pages and they were like, We're here and like uh, like we're dope and like yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Uh let's just get more of that. 
that'd be great. I know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but like this, but this is in its own way trying to create something where it can do that organically, but it has to start from square one. And what I wish so badly is I honestly wish that all six of these issues, there was no villain buildup. Um, the, crappy thing, anyway. the crappy thing is that I can't care about the team because I need to care about the individuals. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I wish that each issue were actually just like building up to them being a team, but it were personal exploration of like, not just like the origin of their powers and things like that, but what put them on the path where they decided I need to be an out superhero. Yeah. Uh, I think that there could have been so many different diverse and complex stories about why Angel chooses not only to be a uh, uh, present superhero, but clearly out drag queen superhero. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh that should be an important story and we don't even we don't even t address it it's, yeah. it's not even touched on that's a choice like coming out is a choice that is hard for most of that community from what i understand and uh for whether it's you know just in the personal matters or or completely in the public forum so doing it as a superhero is something that i just wish this comic was 100 tackling yeah. uh i would be so much more interested in those personal stories and this just feels very surface level because it feels like as much as it's trying to be inclusive of like, you know, trying to hit hard the idea of including trans in the title, which is is not handled great in my opinion, or um, or trying to just acknowledge like different sexualities, sort of, it still feels like it's coming from one perspective yeah. of what well, being queer is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I do like I do like the it's something that I that I actually miss because all of the teams that we read, they've been established for decades, right? So you don't get the founding of a team. And that's something I actually really enjoy. Like Fab Man going like, yo, man, like we're all, we're all like part of this community. We should get together and like show them that like, yo, we're here and like we're dope and shit. And like we can save the world together. And like some people think that's a publicity stunt. Some people are like, I'd love to be a part of it. But that's something like, again, I don't get to see very often is a team actually being built. For sure. Um, and again, like I think most of the characters are, are, are pretty strong. Um, I will I, say many times the characters sound like sound the same because a lot of them use the same the same way of addressing people. Yeah, they yeah. all say darling, they all say honey, yeah. they all. So it, it, when, it gets a little hard to do to hard hard to differentiate the characters with something like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. I think the I think the only characters I felt like I could hear the voice of were Harvey and Owen, and kind of Angel sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, muscle, uh, Queen Sapphire, Muscle Mary. Yeah. I felt like I could hear, you know, she sounded like Wonder Woman. She's basically Wonder Woman yeah. mm -hmm. at, at the start, but like yeah. I can at least hear her identity. I can hear. It, it was easy uh, for me to hear Frost because it's like, oh, Emma Frost. Bro, they can't even, they didn't even change the name. Her name what, even when I got, did you see the like, did, did you see the design behind the scenes about creating her? I don't think so. She was no. designed originally to be blonde oh. and like all in white. And no, they're like, we, we realized we needed to change it because it was too similar to a character from a certain house of she's ideas. Like a, she's like a headmistress. She's like, yo, man, that's, that's Emma Frost. So I am mad about it. Something that bothered me with her is I'm like, I, like, I don't, nothing about her being queer was relevant to the story, which is not like you need to make that, but, but when that's the point of the comic, you do, you know? Right. Uh, and I didn't understand like what her sexuality means to her, her being dominatrixy, like none of that was explored as much as I wanted it to. I didn't want a, a generic coming together of gay superheroes to fight a, a very, you know, a um, Bible man, Bible man yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as Wrote although, as he can be. Although the idea of him actually having like the the X the X virus, whatever it's the called, X virus, which allows him to a, have persuasion, he's the purple man of religion. Yes. That's like that's a cool twist. I'm like, oh okay, he's just a he, he's also a big uh, hypocrite because he has a power. So right. here's my thing know. about the about the XL virus that I that I kind of had a had a hard time getting wrapped around. It comes into the book really late, and I think that is has to do with the fact that it's seven it takes seven years and the story to, uh, evolves and changes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it comes to the story really late, and then it it becomes relevant to the story and then doesn't become relevant to the story in the same panel. When he, when he's like, okay, now, now I just have persuasion over the XL positive people, except for everybody in the pride who most of them are XL positive. No, no, no. Like three, just three are XL positive, but they are all immune for some reason. And it's not explained. Yeah. Like at least no, I don't understand it, that. it's just like a throwaway with line. Owen. It's acknowledged that it's like maybe because of things that happened when I attended the camp he ran. Maybe yeah. that's and that's like, like it, but it's not explaining the other two. That could be like foreshadowing stuff, but it's not that in a good way. No, 
like it's like oh right. maybe they're mean for some reason like but it's not it wouldn't have been a problem except that the the that issue starts with like showing you who on the team is xl negative and oh, who on the team is xl positive that's and true. it's like okay but none of the xl positive on the pride are affected and there's no clear reason why yeah and uh, the justice division characters who are xl negative are not affected exactly but every xl positive other superhero is that's yes. another thing is that like I, I can't feel any stakes or weight to that end battle because I don't know who any of those supers are. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand they're generic stand-ins for other supers, but like, okay, the stakes don't mean anything to me. Uh, you know, this isn't like all of a sudden I saw the Justice League turned right. on its head. You know, I, I wish that they had just been more of the Justice League, Justice Division that we saw before brought brought up the, again. The Venusian was, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they, they don't have genders in the world, but, like, he doesn't want to complicate things, so he just calls himself a male. I'm like, ah, oh, you're just complicit, then. You're just, whatever. <laughs> like, sure. Like, even even aliens are complicit in, in bigotry, and I'm like, that's that's an interesting thing you didn't really do much with, but it's, it's, yes. it's a kernel of, of, of a it's, cool there, There's, like, there's so much, like, cool stuff on a base did you guys know how fab man's powers work until you read his origin because i no. didn't know how they worked until i, read I didn't his realize origin. he was a green lantern i, I thought <laughs> he, he was just like superman but yeah. his powers are related to the different rays of light yeah that's why he flies a rainbow i know mm-hmm. do you know that they no. should know <laughs> considering this is like th- that should be properly explained no it should be a hundred percent I mean, he, like, okay, he's so literally Superman. His powers are the representation of a rainbow, and yeah. it's not actually emphasized at all in the six issues. Yeah. The only reason I knew that was from the origin I read at the end. Yeah, yeah. Also, I hate his origin. Can we just talk about how much I hate his origin? Just, he's already studly, handsome, gay man who's out and about, and then just aliens decide, you know what? You're a righteous man. You're a righteous gay man. Let's just give you superpowers. Yeah. I'm like, why can't look? You did the Bruce Wayne allegory 100. You did the Wonder Woman allegory 100. Why not just do Superman? He came to Earth yeah. with powers. Like, I don't know yeah. why we gotta why we gotta have aliens chose this guy because <laughs> it doesn't really give him any like any like faults. There's He's a little bit, just like I'm just a cool dude. All there's the time. a little bit of like <sighs> I think there's a little bit too much favoritism for something that wants to be so diverse on really really white superheroes with some troubling stereotypes about other races specifically the thug that white tea white trash beats up not such a great representation i wasn't when they kept calling him wt i wasn't I, we didn't know what that meant at the time right. i i didn't know he was actually a white dude yeah so it's a little i no 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 i'm not talking about him okay. i'm talking about the thug in the basketball yeah okay uh uh, uh court that he beats up he's like who's like the most like he's the most 90s stereotypical oh, like, like, like yeah. mexican thug yeah ever and i'm like this is troubling in a comic that's supposed to be about like breaking oh. down stereotypical that's a good, that's a good point. and i'm like there's a blind spot there's just a blind spot to like an amount of of racist stereotyping that's present yeah, yeah. um whether it's about thugs or whether it's kind of about some of the black people in the comics um yeah, I think there. I think there is a market for this comic. Obviously, there is, and it's a great idea to try to tackle this sort of thing. And I'm really happy this type of comic exists. I just wish it was better written. For yeah. sure, that's that's really that's really how I feel at the end of the day. Yeah, I I am personally curious about reading some more of the pride. Like I've already scoped ahead, and the Pride Adventures looks much more like the comic I want, which is a whole lot of vignettes that do personal stories and explore the world. There's one where. It's just about Wolf supporting Owen to go talk to his parents uh, after after being out as a superhero. And that's like Mm -hmm. four pages, but it's a really nice four pages. I just glanced through that and read that one um, and just spotlighted a few others. I'm like, I want the whole book to be that. I want the whole book to really, really good uh, comics are able to make you feel like you can relate to the heroes um, on a personal level. And I wish that this made me feel like I can I can connect about. I know there are good personal stories for all the representations under the rainbow that are here in this comic. I know there are good personal stories for them. I wish that this was trying to tell me them so that I could feel something connecting and then go into that about them being superheroes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wish that was that was a more. I wish the <laughs> this thing that's supposed to be about forming a uh, 100% LGBTQ super team. 
was about putting their sexuality on display in a way where you can connect to it. And right. it doesn't, it doesn't really do that. It's really just, again, like surface level really feels like the best way to describe it because it's very much just for, it does feel like it's not written for me. It feels like it's written for members of that community, which is awesome yeah. to have something to look up to, but I want it to be more. I want it to be something where I can recommend it to other people and be like, look, look at this great representation of people from that community and like having their own superheroes we've, like that can be done i've yeah. read that in other I'll, books i was gonna say we've kind of been on a roll uh not with the last book we read nightwing the, the new order but like uh, tackling political issues in comics where the author brings real like real personal experience to the comic that makes you really relate and care for the people in that comic because it feels real right i didn't feel i didn't like i'm I, I didn't feel any personal like stakes in this comic i'm sure there might have been but it didn't it didn't it wasn't they written, don't connect they don't connect with me yeah it didn't feel mm -hmm. it didn't feel personal it felt like i'm writing a superhero comic and the character happens to be gay like okay so one of my biggest i guess issues with this book is actually the villain i felt like the villain i mean yeah the villain was hardly ever there but also i felt like the villain was really low-hanging fruit you have a southern pastor who loves his bible and hates the gays so therefore everyone who's uh lgbtq is the the devil I yeah. mean, obviously, that's that's very stoked in real life. I mean, come on, we we know that. But at the same time, it's like you could have done something better there. But I felt I like it was. I just felt like it was low hanging fruit. That I was like, oh, we need a villain. Uh, this is easy. Sure, let's do that. I, I won't even necessarily say low hanging fruit because I think I I I understand uh, just from like people I know in life that like th those are some of the worst offenders in their world. Oh, of uh, course, are the people who who use throw around the weight of God to be mm -hmm. the thing that they can, uh, they, they gives them the right to, to kill you. Um, uh, I, I think that's fine. What I wish is that he hadn't been focal, uh, mm -hmm. that it wasn't about the villain stuff, that it wasn't about his plot. It was about these superheroes and then they get their shit together as a team and present themselves. I've already connected with them because I learned about them and all these other things. And they stop this big, you don't have to do a lot with him. He's obviously bad, bad man. Mm -hmm. uh you don't need to do a lot with it and it's fine that he's the stereotype of that because then you don't have to explain a lot and if they didn't spend so much time with him that wouldn't have bothered me at all if he, i'd be like yeah, yeah whatever because he's not what's important about the story what's important about the story is who these heroes are if he would have used right. all that time mm -hmm. uh, again it's not even that much time it's only a couple pages in every issue even if that um if you would have took that time to focus on the characters you still could have introduced uh -huh. this uh stereotype uh evil guy near the end same impact right would have the same he's, exact impact. he's a yeah. perfect he's a perfect introductory uh heel for these heroes yeah he's not uh, like because he's, he's so because he, he's so easy to just get i know why he's bad mm -hmm. that's it uh it's it's just unfortunate that they gave so much airtime in a sense uh to yeah. him rather than letting me connect more personally i had a big problem with wolf mm -hmm. uh most of the time because i felt like wolf was just 100 a different character after issue one uh, yeah. 100%. Oh, I thought he was Wolverine. He's Wolverine. I thought he was Wolverine. And then after that, he's and then he's Batman. He's, but he's not even Batman. He's yeah. like he's like more cheery and happier half the time than Fab Man. He's and I'm like that doesn't. He's the crazy Batman. Yeah, it's weird. And I'm like this doesn't. This is not the way you should have set him up for me. I he's sitting in that bar drinking. He looks like Wolverine. All the other characters like look like the characters they're representing. So I'm like, oh cool. I like I like Wolverine. His name's Wolf. Whatever. I, I like I like. I was into he's a billionaire. I was like into what? I was into that's never important. No, uh, I was into the like somber, more sallow uh gay man yeah who didn't really want to like oh no they get, wanted to be against like the, the bright colors yeah he gets a jet for them yeah yeah uh, but he didn't he didn't really like he the bright colors are too much for him kind of thing mm -hmm. i was ready for there, that to be a different like because not everybody is as like gay as fab man is like you know and like yeah. wolf they're is not, yeah they're not as flamboyant as fab man and wolf is toned down but he's not as toned down as i was prepped for yeah from mm -hmm. that first issue i thought this was going to be a whole other perspective on the gay experience mm -hmm. Uh, one that I'm more familiar with, frankly, um, from people I know. So I was, uh, that's what I was prepared for. And that wasn't it. Like he just won 80s as a character after that. Yeah. Um, I don't like the inciting incident incident for Fab Man to put the team together. It's just, is it the, is it the club or what? It's is the it? boys. It's the boys making fun of the other kid for having a figure oh, of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is, this is a weak 
weak start to why he wants to do this because he revisits it at the end and he's like, hey man, I got you another fat man figure. <laughs> and then he's like, hold on, I want you to have this fat have man the figure. Old shitty one. Um like I I see but, the, the sweetness no, in that no, no, scene, I see but... It, but but as an inciting incident, I don't mind so much the coming back that the fat man figure thing no, is yeah. weird. It's that as an inciting incident, I'm like, I wanted it to go further. This is not this is not what I know real persecution for for like that kid gets beat up in in real life. You know, that kid mm -hmm. gets like dragged hardcore. Uh, mm -hmm. I wanted Fat Man to like really have to save that kid. Not just right. like, oh, there's they're making fun of him for having a figure. I want him to really have to pull him out of the shit. Again, it, it doesn't it never and that and that be the thing that puts him on, we gotta change this because this kid just got beaten up for being a fan of me. See, it uses it uses like like the the really gross derogatory language, but it doesn't it doesn't dive deep into the emotional like resonance of why like what that does to somebody it's or shallow. anything. It's it's shallow. It's yeah. shallow. It's and not like, it's not trying to make you yeah. It's not trying to make you feel like this is something you can relate to yeah like this kid gets bullied and then just like the gay superman shows up everything's fine don't worry and i'm yeah. like uh like you could but, but that's here. the thing but that's the thing where he's like man they made fun of me for liking you and it, it's just that moment and it's like no let me see the real way that um that that kind of uh uh bigoted bias is mm -hmm. and let me feel that so that i feel like it's warranted like fat man's on a mission after that yeah. You know, he's like, no, we have to change our perception because I don't want kids getting beaten up for being fans of us. The world needs to see us as heroes. You think uh, when the you think world of, like, needs to believe in it? It's not like, exactly the same like subject, but it's about it's about uh, hating people and stuff. But like, I think of Superman versus the Klan yeah. and how that is a mm -hmm. a like uh, almost a kid story, but it tackles that a really important subject matter while yeah. still being about superheroes. Right. Like, it doesn't shy away from that stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I I'm I just wonder because like this is like an amateur comic person. Like, it's his first comic. Like. It just, it was too much for him. Then he didn't want to overdo it because like he maybe thought it would have been too much. But yeah. um, I would say, man, just go for it instead of I, Yeah, risk it. Swing risk for the that, yeah, What was that it. book club? What was that book club we read a little bit ago? Genderqueer. You know, you look at something like like Genderqueer, which we, yeah. which we read a little bit ago. I personally, yeah, it's a memoir. Yeah. It's very personal, but also it's about a person who, whose life wasn't as persecuted as it could have been as someone else. So, but, but they were... Air was able to um Got it. the pronouns um to to relate in a very personal way to and and you were able to relate if your life was more was was worse yes than that life and you were able to to relate if your life was not as worse as that uh, as that life and so you so you have a you have a really good representation of what that life could be and you feel personal and you feel personal about it and you feel like you can relate to it uh, even if you aren't in that world and yeah. here he just kind of shies away from diving into the personal bit of it and so you don't relate to the characters yeah and that's um, kind of like, that's a problem like one of the ones i find the most relatable even though i just want more from him is owen Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. Owen is the one who's like, I'm kind of here because I, I left my parents and my whole life behind because my parents don't think don't seem to support that I'm gay. Yeah. And uh, I, I am, and I'm him. a superhero, so here yeah. I am. Uh, and he's just trying to, like, he's very unaware of the world, not just the superhero world, but the, but the LGBTQ world. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so he asks a lot of questions, and I'm like, Owen is the most endearing character for that reason. He should almost be, like, our focal, if, if anything, because he's the new, the new person. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yes, 100%. And it, it's just a shame that, like, so little is explored about these other things. Like, everything is, is just so... I just want to go a little deeper. I yeah, just want yeah. to go like that moment after they think Harvey might be dead and they're having a funeral for him. Uh, and um, Queen Sapphire goes to the bar to find Frost. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have that, that personal moment. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I still kind of want to go deeper on what, what's going on here you know right, like yeah. where, where are I these people at because I, I can't get the full read on it i didn't get any indication this is also a full this is an issue of a lot of people make hooking up and kissing but i didn't feel any like sparks or i, I or anything before i was like oh yeah they're getting together i'm just like oh they're kissing cool like, i was also like i was also kind of like do we need to do a whole lgbtq super team and everybody pairs up in it like because we have immediately three. like we have immediately. three pairings yeah. in this team and i'm like come on all of them a lot of them can have interests with other people that aren't 
on the team, guys. Yeah, right. Like, or at least show that somebody on the team isn't into someone else on the team. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. show me that Fab Man gets laid all the time. I don't care. Show me that he's banging dudes, dudes left got a and bar. right. Yeah, he's gotta be. <laughs> he's gotta be getting banged left and right, right? Show me <laughs> that. That at least that that's happening somewhere. Like, man, um, his bar is called uh, Fantabulosa. And uh, yeah, that's it's pretty good. Um, but at the same time, they're having things like uh, uh, <sighs> White Trash is into Harvey and Harvey's into White Trash and they play with that. But then when Harvey gets taken, they don't even touch on the fact that White Trash was romantically interested in Harvey. Yeah, right. It never comes up again. And I'm like, man, use these things. Use these things. Uh, another thing is uh, I get how Jake wants to go get to his dad. But like one of the like the origin stories at the end of the books, the one I was actually most interested in was Harvey's was Bears. How Jake he is Wolverine? What's up? Jake is Wolverine. Come Jake is Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> how he like how he was married and then he got the the XL virus. He got his powers and then he came out to his wife and she left. But then when he's talking about his son, how was like she ne- they never kept a secret from him. I was like, I want to see that relationship. I want to see him growing a relationship with his son. Because obviously it's there because Jake is willing to kill. He almost kills Basher. And also that's another thing. He like slits Basher's throat. And then it's like, oh, Jake, what have you done? No repercussions. Because because later in a throwaway line, throwaway line. line. No, no, no. Give me some damn consequences of that. Have yeah. like hard come up like like can I give this me something. Is something? This is something that I just thought of. The connotations of making it a virus are very strange to me. Think about the meta gene or the X gene in both X in both the X Men books and the and everywhere else. They call it a gene. It's a it's a it's a gene that's passed down and it activates yeah. when you yeah. in, in your puberty. Yeah. Calling it a virus is strange to me. Virus is something you get. So yeah, it is. I guess they just they had to call it something that sounded like gene or like, something. I don't, I, I don't think that, that there's too much thought. Call it the XL gene. I don't think, but you can't because it's the X gene. You can't, you can't copyright the CEL. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, they're, they're, they, he's right. Cause like they're, they're aping off enough. Other no, shit I, I know here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, Again, like all that would be, I don't care about you being basically rote for rote copying things that exist in other comics as far as it comes to the hero archetypes. I don't care, but make them individuals of their own. Make it mm-hmm. so I can, I can, we're mm-hmm. kind of repeating ourselves on that, but make it so I can connect to them, yeah, have yeah. consequences for these characters, make these characters feel like something. Let me see White Trash be upset that Harvey's missing and or dead yeah. uh, since you showed me that he was romantically interested in him. I feel like the only relationship that's given its due amount of creation and again it's because he's probably written the best as owen being yeah. into wolf mm-hmm. um also one of the coolest and quirkiest things in this comic for me is when owen reveals he can't go into the burning building because the the fire yeah. will heat up the metal of his skin and i'm like that's oh, a yeah. dope observation about yeah. that power same with yeah. uh, who is it is it the, the wonder woman lady like we're like she has confusion powers no no, no, no and angel. angel sorry but yeah angel couldn't go in either because you confuse all the people in there i'm like they're, they're, they're how i wanted to get to that how do we feel about angel's powers because it a little bit bothers me that the <sighs> trans member of the team has a confusion power like because I, they confuse other people yeah i don't even I know. know i oh god well, also that's... i don't think that power is well realized i don't think visually i understand i it. don't understand it uh, uh i understand it like twice and then otherwise i don't get it i'm like why can't it just be telepathy but it has to be confusion abilities and i'm like why does the trans person have to confuse everyone i actually didn't know because i know in the very beginning of the book when angel said let's put, there needs to be a team there there's trans people there there need to be represented i was like oh okay so angel's uh trans not only is, is uh she a drag queen, but she's also trans woman. Okay, cool. And then later down the line, when we get to Harv's like funeral, he is wearing a suit with his wife, and they're like, "Wait, what?" Because they don't recognize him outside of drag. So like, wait, so because they're, they're pansexual. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, is he trans? Is he not? Is he, what? I had no idea what was going on. He is. He is trans. They are transgender and pansexual. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. The the confusion powers are 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 kind of a problem, but 
look, I'll, I'll forgive it if they were well realized, which they're not. And there's only one good gag about them. And otherwise, it's just kind of like, I confuse people to think that I'm a woman sometimes. I'm like, oh. That's for sure. See, that's the thing is that, yeah. like, I'm not immediately like, you, you you don't have to tell me, like, the trans person has powers of confusion. And then I go, wow, hard no. That's not necessarily what I mean, because, like, you have characters pyro in you know in x-men he's a hothead and his power is fire oh great okay but that can work the emotions are tied to the powers whatever mm-hmm. you can do that kind of thing in that kind of allegory it's just that the powers themselves are pardon the pun confusing yeah mm-hmm. and so their representation becomes kind of meaningless yeah. angel angel in my opinion is the worst realized character in this whole thing I feel like I've seen drag queen stories told so much better in so many Doom places. Patrol. Doom Patrol being one of them, uh, for sure. I thought of that too. Um, being being a friend with a gay man who absolutely loves RuPaul's Drag Race, I don't think he would find Angel very believable at all. Mm-hmm. And I find that super problematic uh, because I think the optics on both the fact that uh, that Angel is transgender and black are poorly handled yeah um, in this comic uh and i i desperately desperately like like the idea of the character sometimes i really like the visualization of the character depending on who the artist is i think angel looks downright awesome yeah and Mm -hmm. i'm like i would love for this to be a hero like seriously and uh and i just i i know knocks to joe glass uh you know like no no serious knocks like uh, we're criticizing but i i respect what this work is trying to do i just would deeply encourage and i haven't read the latest stuff but like you know i would deeply encourage that this needed to have a whole lot more personal touch to these characters yes um all right anything else we want to add or yeah uh harvey has the best origin page i don't think the origin pages at the end are worth much um but harvey's explains his hiv which is that after he came out to his wife he was kind of lost and confused so he started sleeping with a whole bunch of men and while i'm like I do find it a little bit like it can be problematic to just say, well, once gay men start going and having sex, they automatically get HIV. Um, but I can also understand like that, that being a, a more honest representation of that, how that, how easily that can happen when you just start having a whole lot of partners because you have just come out and you're right. kind of lost and you slip up on your responsibilities uh, or being careful or checking or thinking about it. And that's understandable. That's very human. Uh-huh. And I find Harvey to be a very compelling character, both because of his origin, because of that moment with Owen. God, do I love that moment with Owen. That oh, that moment, it felt like it, it felt like Joe Glass suddenly put something so real on the page. Yeah. Like a conversation yeah. he'd had with someone. Uh, and I wish that the book had more of it. That, that moment was so good. This very honest approach of like, Hey man, are you cool? And he's like, honestly, uh, I don't know a lot about HIV and it's kind of wigging me out. And he's like, dude, I get it. I hear it all the time. Let me explain it to you. It this felt real it and educational at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I and I really respect that moment. Yeah. Um, I think that's really awesome. I agree. And I, I just wish there was a lot more, a lot more into that. Um, I wish Fab Man were more explored as a character because I feel like he's just kind of the poster boy of gayness. Yeah. And there's not a lot to it. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just good ideas. That uh, it seems like if you want it, if you really want to check this stuff out, then uh, you can go through this, or maybe you want to jump ahead into some of the other stuff because I, I looked forward at Pride Adventures, and uh, that stuff looks. I'm pr- I'm gonna read it because that stuff looks much more like what I what I came for, which is right. like very personal, intimate stories that relate to these characters. Even if it is about them beating up a villain, there's something tied to what it means for them to be there as queer. Uh, LGBTQ representatives. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, uh, again, no disrespect to any of the artists. I uh, just, it didn't, a lot of it didn't work for me. There was one artist specifically that I think was on issue four, but it's just very, there's a very clear art change where it's like, oh, you want this, me to scan through real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, where it's like, oh, this looks good. This is issue three. Okay. Um, it's, it's not, it's not that. Okay. It's definitely not I did, that. I did really like the art on issue three, though. Oh, man. Speaking of, Man, character the the bad guy changes looks so hard. Every it's, time it's we see him, he's a different. He has a different look. It's it might not be that. No, it might be issue five. Then just one specific part. Then issue maybe we'll find out. In one there's second. so many artists on there's, these. There's a lot. You of guys, them. go ahead and like. I do this like one. 
Yeah, issue four. It's issue four. Issue it's four issue four, to... which is where they fight Basher, which is the really confusing opening where I yeah. have to like reorient myself because Wolf is in his boxers. But I do like but these Harvey. look like Harvey's realization. Like if the whole comic was that. I'd oh, be you in. mean this is Hit? This is Hit from Dragon Ball Super. That guy. Yeah, yeah. He looks like Hit from Dragon Ball Super. Brandon. Uh, Jiren. Yes. Jiren. Jiren. Sorry, Jiren. Yeah. Bachelor yes, yes. in in, uh, in issue four for sure. Oh, yeah, he's got the red shirt. Right. Uh, Harvey's art uh, in issue four fighting Basher is really really good. I think I do decent, like the fight with. Basher. I think it's a good fight. Yeah, visually I like that art a lot. Yeah. Um, five is the one where we get like a whole bunch of different artists. I think I think the opening right. artist is pretty good. Yeah, where we see Angel outside of the drag for the first at time the at the funeral and everything. I I thought that that first art section was good. Um, and then and then we start varying it up and it gets a little wonky. Um, especially, but see, go to that looks nothing like the villain from the yeah, last. Yeah, he starts issue. looking like an elf. He has white hair. Sometimes he has black hair. Sometimes he's tall. Sometimes he's short. Um, yeah. issue six artist as well. Uh, I do think issue six, like if the whole comic looked like issue six, I'd be cool. If, issue yeah. four, issue six, I'd be like, cool. Yeah. And again, like I think issue six has the best representation of Angel, mm-hmm. in my opinion, uh, art artistically. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Confusion guns. Okay. I respect, but I respect a lot of the like designs on display and, and it is very, very out, uh, as it were. Um I think we've uh kicked this comic enough. I, yeah, I really <laughs> like it. Like, yeah, I, I mean I don't mean I think we all were in kind of a place where it's like, man, I don't wanna like bash the gay comic, but I also yeah. don't want to pull my punches just because it's a gay representation comic and it's and again it's unlike we've talked about other comics before that are about representations that are not ours and we've given our honest opinions and they've been good and bad as well yeah, yeah. so like at the end of the day this is still a comic that we have to review and it has a great subject matter but like at the end of the day it's an okay comic right like, i'm sorry and I, it, and it's, I, that's not a bad thing and i respect it for for all the work that went into it. Yeah. It's a passion project. He's made a comic that none of, of us have. Like that's more than there's any, a lot you know. of there's a lot of valuable stuff here. Um I I think that the intent versus the execution became a battle of like what what got done and and kill your darlings kind of arguments I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I I hope that the because the pride is still being written um and there's there's more out there. I'm hoping that that is much more in the direction of all the things that we're talking about because this is it's if, if this is the groundwork and it gets better from here, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I'm fine yeah. with that. Um, I, a good foundation. I, yeah. uh, I, I know what we're about to say, which is that we as a show are not going to continue no. reading uh, the prize right. for the Fake Nerd Book Club. But I will say that I personally uh, it will will be checking it out. I encourage people who, are, who want to see, really, really want to see a LGBTQ super team. I, I would say still give the pride a look. I think it's worth doing if that is what you are looking for and hopefully and i'll probably report on it at some point to you guys on the podcast the the later stuff is is maybe better and worth doing but so as the show as as spark said we are not going to continue with it so we are going to pick our new book for the next time for the next episode um and before we do that the michael marisi interview is still coming we have rescheduled that so hopefully by the next episode that comes out it'll be that but we're gonna take a wait and see and let, let you guys know when that happens yes um okay so let me pull up lives and everybody gets busy it happens yeah uh so i'll address that um because of last time which is something i feared uh my pick got picked again oh yeah which was the yeah. um so we have now decided to eliminate uh whoever got the last pick from the wheel yes. so uh so here i'm is... contributing anything this time so here is the wheel uh, so I, I still have my two picks of Power Rangers by Kyle Higgins and Descender by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wynn. I'm going to keep those as my picks for this for this time. Um, so, uh, Ben, since you're right below me, why don't you uh-huh. tell me your picks? Uh, still same thing. Uh, Scott Pilgrim by Brian Lee O'Malley and Star Wars Infinities by multiple writers and artists. Star Wars Infinities. All of these comic books. All right. And Ryan? I'm picking... Magneto by Colin Bunn and various artists. Spicy. Okay. And the Black Monday Murders by Jonathan Hickman and Tom Coker. Monday Murders. That has a couple volumes. Oh okay. yeah, these are all these are all uh, pretty short, easy to read. Okay, so let's. Uh, I'm gonna shuffle this a couple of times. Shuffle, 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 baby. And let's give it a spin. I've read all these comics, baby. Let's read them again. Woo! Woo! 
Oh, 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 that's Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Okay. What Power Rangers? The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series by Kyle Higgins is the very first Power Rangers series that Boom Studios put out. We will go until Kyle Higgins' run is over. So or just if we decide his. to continue reading it, Brandon. Or if we decide to keep reading it, yeah, exactly. Like this one right here? Yes. Yeah. This could be another pride bomb. Sorry, could Joe. Be. I feel bad. I follow him on Twitter, and I oops, I love, love you, Joe. You're a funny guy on Twitter. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, we could be, could just read the first volume and bail out. I'm really excited. I've always wanted to read it, so I'm I'm, I'm stoked to, to give that first volume a read. Yeah, me too. Uh, the, the, Boy, the Lord Dakin... The Lord Drake and stuff uh, seemed really exciting. So, oh, uh, have you not? So you haven't read this ever, then, Brandon? Nope. Okay, no. it's Lord Draken. I just never wanted the crack. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that'll do it. Oh. Um, I think it. I think it gives me about for my birthday one year. I just never read it. Thanks. Um. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that'll do it. So ne next time, um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers it. Volume One. Yeah. What? Same guy. Yeah, yeah. Same guy. Yeah. I was just confirming. I was pretty sure in my head. That we just read Kyle Higgins for Nightwing New Order. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so that'll do it. So next time, stay tuned for that and the Michael Morisi interview coming up. So um, uh, Wasted Space. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for those. Um, otherwise, you can find us on our podcast. We do the Fake Nerd Podcast every Sunday. We've been doing live quarantine casts, um, except for our 200th episode, which will probably be up by the time you listen to this. It'll definitely uh, be. By the time you watch this. Um, that is a that is a monster of an episode. If you got the time, we talked about Evangelion this week. Probably going to be news, just news this week. Um, the Sparks is out, and we got Comic Con and Xbox, so we, you know, we we got we got plenty to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, on the book club side of things, to keep it kind of relevant, we are doing Wonder Woman Earth One Volume One. Correct? We had some yeah, Volume One. Of that. Volume One. Um, so if you want to read along with that, go ahead. Um, otherwise, you can find me. At BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter, you can find Ben. You can find me on the internet at BenMagnet27 on both Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Uh, you can find me eventually giving my opinion on uh, other Pride books at some later date at SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to give you a second round uh, on my own time, Joe Glass. Uh, Ryan? Hey, I'm DJ Tony Snark everywhere. Type it in. Just don't care. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our channel, click the bell icon uh, to get notified when new videos pop out. We got other videos of Basement Arcade. We got other videos of Fake Nerds, uh, Fake Nerds Watch. Um, so we got a lot of cool stuff on this YouTube channel and, of course, on our iTunes feed. Um, until next time, guys, stay fake nerds. <laughs>